is wisdom that will set you free. Welcome to Mystic FM. Join us on a voyage of spiritual discovery. Hi everyone, and welcome to Mystic FM. My name's Julian Rosser, and Mystic FM is brought to you by the Aetherius Society's New Zealand branch in Auckland. Today we look at the subject of inspiration. Mystic FM is produced by the New Zealand branch of the Aetherius Society, a worldwide spiritual organisation with centres in Europe, North America, Africa and Australasia. We were founded in 1955 by a Western master of yoga, Dr. George King, who passed on in 1997. The Aetherius Society are the custodians of a vast amount of spiritual teachings given by beings from this world and beyond, which were received through the yogic mediumship of Dr. King. We are a practical organization that holds regular services to send out spiritual power through prayer and mantra to help our suffering world. The Society's motto is service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. Today we address the subject of inspiration, something we could all use a little more of in our lives. Our guest contributor taking us through this today is Olev Solberg. Good morning, everyone. Well, as Julian explained, today we are talking about inspiration. It is really great to be inspired, and most of us feel inspired from time to time. But we also experience times when we are not so inspired. Wouldn't it be great to have a greater control over this? Creative people, such as artists, writers, actors, etc. They are faced with this dilemma more than most people. Now, in order to understand how we can become more inspired, it is essential to understand what inspiration is. Where does it come from? And how does it manifest in us? This is where Dr. King has provided a truly unique insight into inspiration, as we will hear in this Mystic FM podcast. I would like to begin by playing an extract from an address Dr. King gave on this topic. You may be quite surprised hearing what he sees as the single most important factor for us to be more inspired. The same single factor that was behind the great inspirations found throughout humanity's history, such as the inspirations of the great musicians, poets, doctors, spiritual leaders, political leaders, engineers, etc., etc. So let us listen then to Dr. King. Difference then, ladies and gentlemen, let us remember this, we've learnt a valuable lesson because we can begin to work along these lines ourselves so that we too become inspired. 
difference between the uninspired man and the inspired man uh, is not that one has a capability above the other, but one has worked harder than the other in one way or another, in one life or another. And there is no doubt about this. He's worked harder, he's done more mental work um, uh, in order to attune this very, very delicately balanced receiving set. He is using more of the receiving set than the uninspired individual. You know, the average person, it is stated, uses only a small fraction of the total capability of the brain structure. As a matter of fact, it's quite a small percentage. Uh, when this is attuned by thinking, uh, by concentration and contemplation, in other words, one becomes open to the higher aspects of mind and, uh, important, one is able to understand them. Therefore, I state, and I think logically, that all men can become inspired, inspired, all men. All men can become as inspired as the few have been. Each and every one of you. If you work hard enough, that's the crucial thing. It depends on how much you want it. You know, the marvelous story about the student going up to the yoga master and he says, Master, he said, will you, will you be my master? So the master grabbed hold of him. They're very rough, you know. They sometimes, it's been known before now, to be knifed by some of these masters. Don't run away with the idea that they're mollycoddles. They are not. Grabbed hold of this student and ducked his head down in a tank of water and held him there. And then he pulled it up, pulled him up, he said, when your head was on the water, what did you want most? And the student said, breath, master. He said, when you can honestly say to me that you wanted truth more than breath, then you can be my student. Now go away, you're not ready. It's, just, it's the fact. It's how much you want these things. If you don't want them, you won't bother. But if you do, you will develop the inspirational ability within you. This is a question that every man has to ask himself, and he is the only one who can answer himself. Hard work. I think most of us associate inspiration with something that just comes to us, without much effort. And also we may be prone to thinking that some people are just lucky to be born more inspired than the rest of us. So why does Dr. King think otherwise? To better understand his reasons, 
For boiling inspiration down to hard work, let us listen further to his explanations. And paying particular attention to his explanation of what he already has referred to as the receiving set or the brain structure. After you have listened to this, hearing his very precise description of how our mind works, it becomes quite obvious that Dr. King knows firsthand what he is talking about, that to him this is not a theory but a reality. A reality that he genuinely wants all of us to understand, so he can take greater advantage of this natural phenomenon we refer to as inspiration. So here is Dr. King again. And first of all you will hear him referring to inspiration as an impulse. And later he continues explaining how our mind works in this respect. To keep it simple, let's refer to it as being an impulse, a natural impulse, something built into all sentient beings. If it is this, and it most certainly is, how can this impulse, this attribute, be quickened uh, so that it can be used by hard work. I'm afraid there isn't an easy way. There isn't an easy way to any type of attainment either on this sphere of existence or logically on other spheres either. So therefore, this natural attribute, this ability of all men can be quickened so that it becomes usable by hard work. What kind of work? Mental application. we still have to uh, be reminded over and over again to regard our mental uh, ability as in the same way that we would regard uh, a computer. We have to be reminded over and over again that we virtually live in very finely balanced, finely attuned electronic machines. Take the electricity out of any body, any body, any single body, be it a seed, be it a tree, be it a rhinoceros or a human. And life cannot exist in that material. Life being over and above 
the base physical. If then the brain of man is as a computer, then doesn't it stand to sense, and it seems logical, that it can only give out that which is fed into it in one way or another. And this is a fact. Either it has to be fed in, in a mechanical way, through learning in all its uh, diverse ways, or else it has to be attuned in another way. Now, we all know, and all intelligent people these days recognize that there is something apart from the body, apart from the brain, apart from the uh, electrical impulses uh, which seems to drive the brain apart from the electrical and cosmic forces which are generated by and which in turn and which in turn stimulate the heart and so on all intelligent people know there is something over and above this we might refer to that as an aspect if you like of life some people refer to it as the psychic abilities. I, at the moment, will refer to it like this. If you regard yourself as a being existing within a mechanical or an electromechanical structure, which is, of course, what you are, but that electromechanical structure is capable of outside stimulation by the application of your knowledge. In other words, to put it even more simple, we know, and most intelligent people who have thought at all are now beginning to agree that man not only has a physical body, but he has a mental body. They, we all know this. They also are now beginning to agree that he has a psychic body, something which is tenuous, something which dovetails into the mental, uh, but something that they can't see or detect yet, but feel that it is there because of certain reactions which are known to take place which couldn't take place if it was not there or something similar did not exist. Even uh, psychologists and psychiatrists are beginning to admit this these days. The occultist has known that in this psychic body, in this field of magnetic, uh, type of magnetic force which surrounds the mechanical structure in which life and intelligence exist. There are floodgates, doors, which can be opened 
And when these doors or psychic centers are opened by the application of knowledge, then inspiration or intuition or higher mind or knowledge, call it what you like, will flow in. And the finely attuned computer within the mechanical structure uh, is prone to reception of this knowledge and understanding of it. So inspiration then is not a mysterious force. It is not a supernatural force because you cannot have a supernatural force. The whole idea of anything being super or above nature is utterly ludicrous. It isn't even basic common logic. It is the result of hard work, to put it very simply. So now we have an understanding that we can become more inspired and that we can choose to bring this about through our own effort. Now let us find out what kind of effort Dr. King does recommend for us. I maintain and have done for many years that an average man, dumb cough though he be, still receives through his brain mechanism the higher aspects of mind, but he cannot understand them Physically, they are traveling too great a velocity for the unattuned circuits of his brain to slow them down to make understanding and analysis possible. So this inspiration came as a result of thinking, of attuning a brain to by practice, by frequent practice, and when it received the inspiration, in inverted commas, or so-called, it was able to understand exactly that mind aspect. Because, again, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that all things, are now here. I do not think it is possible to think an original thought because it is already here. To design an original thing because that is already here. All things that we need throughout our evolution are already here. It's a matter of being able to understand them. So therefore, inspiration is a result of mental attunement, mental practice. A lot of you have been given mantras. Use them. This is the finest gift that 
I, as a teacher, can give to you as a student uh, is truth, of course. Uh, one aspect of truth, and a very, very valuable one, is to impart to you a mantra. Because the use of this will attune your lazy mind or brain, uh, start to sensitize some of these delicately balanced circuits so that you too can awaken the inspirational faculty inborn in you. Inborn in each and every one of you. It's there uh, before you even leave the womb, never mind now. It is not, as the theologian would have it, an attribute given to one or two individuals. It's an ability uh, inherent or dormant within every man, woman, and child. In fact, I could even go further, but we won't complicate the situation at this moment. So there we have it. Very simple, really, like all great truths. The difficult part, though, is maintaining a regular practice so it yields results. At all the headquarters and branches of the Theory Society, we have workshops where you can learn many of these techniques that will help you to be more inspired, such as mantra classes, yoga breathing classes, visualization, concentration, contemplation, pendulum dowsing, spiritual healing, etc. We also have weekly regular activities that are open to the public and free of charge where you can participate in using your newly acquired skills from these workshops and classes. Thanks, Olaf. It's a very intriguing subject, this inspiration. Personally, I found the yoga breathing exercises taught by Dr. King to be extremely beneficial. I've practiced them for many years now, and they're so integral to my life, I just wouldn't want to stop them. If you're interested in trying these for yourself, they can be found in Dr. King's book, Contact Your Higher Self Through Yoga. What I enjoy about them is that they don't take long to perform, and I get an immediate benefit from them. In addition to this book, there's lots of other information and resources on our website. There's free podcasts and lots of articles. So check it out and we look forward to sharing another topic with you next time. Thank you for listening to Mystic FM, brought to you by the Aetherius Society. Tune in next time for more cosmic spirituality, because it is wisdom that sets you free.